Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of An Evening in the Aughts. We are a podcast that talks about 2000s and early 2010s pop culture. I'm M. I'm Kay. And today it's going to be short and sweet. We're going to talk about someone else who is not short, but sweet, Brendan Fraser. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally love Brendan Fraser, so I'm excited to talk about his life and his fall from not fall from grace but being blacklisted and stuff and now he's on the rise again yeah it's come back i love it yes so so yeah. it seems like we both got our information from the same places this uh wikipedia of course and then a gq article by zach baron which i think is called like what happened to brendan fraser right mm-hmm. so and then i have one from et or entertainment and it's written by Marcus Jones, and it was from August 10th of this year. Nice. But it's just, it's very, it's very small. Yes. But yeah, so. So I guess I'm going get into his early life. It's not that much, guys. It won't be like last time where it was an hour and a half episode. <laughs> no, this will be very short and sweet. Yes. We just want to send, and if Brendan, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> and we support you. So, um, I love doing but dazzled. <laughs> There's uh, people, I think it's been around for a few years, but people are calling it the Renaissance, like his comeback right now. <laughs> like I, I like that. Have been read it. So uh, yeah. Anyway, so he is uh, the youngest of four boys. He was born in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, but the son of a Canadian or Canadian parents. So he has Canadian and US citizenship. Nice. Uh, his dad was a journalist. His mom was a sales counselor. Um, and they moved around a lot during his childhood. He lived in Eureka, California, which I thought was interesting. Seattle, Ottawa, Ontario, the Netherlands, and Switzerland. Um, oh, fancy. He attended Upper Canada College and a private, oh, that's a private boarding school in Toronto. And then he attended his first professional theater show in the West End on a vacation in London. And that's where he was like, I want to start acting. So, so were his parents wealthy? Sorry, what were their jobs again? It sounds like it. I think the dad was like a, he was a journalist. Or no, oh, so, so I guess if wait. maybe he's. So former journalist who worked as a Canadian foreign service officer uh, for the government office of tourism. So they moved around because government or something. I don't know. There we go. That makes sense. I don't know. I was like, wow, he's going to a lot of places, but yeah, yeah. well traveled. Uh, and then he graduated from Seattle's Cornish College of the Arts in 1990. And then he uh, went to a small acting college in NYC, and then, oh, he wanted to get a Master of Fine Arts, but then he went to Hollywood instead, and he decided to start his career. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want me to keep going, or do you have me? Yeah, keep going. It's fine. So, 1991, he made his film debut as a sailor headed to Vietnam in the film Dogfight. I've never seen this. Nor have I. But then, um, and I want to watch this movie, but then he got his first leading role in the 1992 comedy film Encino Man, and he plays a frozen prehistoric caveman that is thawed out in present day. I want to see that too. Maybe <laughs> I'll see if it's available somewhere. Let me look it up. Because on TikTok, as I said, there's a renaissance. So there are a lot of like fan accounts or people who will just, I don't know, they show like stills or scenes from him, <laughs> of him in like his 90s movies and stuff. And it just oh it's nice. And I don't know. <laughs> I think it's on YouTube for free. Nice. Okay. You know what yeah. else is on YouTube for free with ads? The Dazzled. I watched that the other night. 
It's so good. I love Bedazzled. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, good for him. Good for him getting a leading role. Yeah. And then that same year, he starred with Matt Damon and Chris O'Donnell, who I don't know, in School Ties. Uh, and then he actually met his future wife, which more on that later. But in 1993, at a BBQ thrown by Winona Ryder. Wow. He Oh, he was going to barbecues thrown by Winona Ryder. He was <laughs> going, soaring high above the clouds. I feel like if you're invited to a BBQ by her yes. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in 1994, he starred in this other movie, which I still haven't seen, which is insane because I love Adam Sandler, but it's called Airheads and it has Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Buscemi. I, I love all three of them. Why haven't I seen it? Why haven't I seen it? Let's see if that's available somewhere. Right. I know I've seen like movie posters. I feel like we saw it routinely at Blockbusters when we used to go when it was yeah. a thing. So, I mean, this kind of showed, like, he was more of a, like, a comedy actor. And I think he's actually pretty funny. He's done some... It's on... Oh, sorry. It's on Amazon Prime and Hulu, just FYI. I'll watch it. Okay. No, I'll watch that. So then he had his first major, like... He had some more parts throughout the mid-90s, but it wasn't until, like, 1997 where George of the Jungle came out. And I Oh, yeah. He (laughs) was so attractive and handsome in that movie. So buff. Yeah. Really nice looking. And I remember that movie. A lot of side note. Do you remember? Like maybe the like mid to late nineties, there were a lot of films about like jungles or gorillas. Like remember jungle? I, like Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. Is this a giant girl wearing overalls or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I know. It, yeah, no, I, I think I saw the first George of the Jungle, but I don't think I've seen the sequels. Because aren't there sequels? He's not in them, I don't think. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah, no, he's not in the sequel. Uh, and then he married his wife, who I think her name was Afton Smith or something. But they married in 1998. And then throughout their marriage, they had three sons. And the firstborn actually has autism. And I feel like Brendan Fraser has done like something. He did like a movie or something for his son. I forgot. But it's just really sweet. Good. He's a good dad, mm-hmm. it seems. But then the biggest commercial success for him is probably the film The Mummy, which came out in 1999 and had two sequels. Did you like The Mummy? It's a good one. I didn't see the second one, but I've seen the first one and I liked it. It's on HBO Max. I watched that recently too. I really like it. It's really good. And it inspired, I I recently went to Universal Studios Florida. Well, not recently, over the summer. Mm -hmm. And um, it has a mummy ride. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Like It's not a roller coaster, but it's like, I don't know it's it. like kind of like an Indiana Jones type like I feel it's like Universal's answer to Indiana Jones but like they have it's I love it because it's like it has like old like commentary from the mummy the movie so it's super and it's weird because that's from 1999 so yeah. it's like it is old now which is really weird but like anyway I just I really yeah that's a really good one he's also very handsome in that yes and yeah he he is like Indiana Jones in that one I would say it's kind of like so you feel like more comedic <laughs> but yes yes but like his character is kind of like the tough guy who you love and I don't know so yeah. I don't like that movie again I haven't seen the sequels but that kind of put no. him like made him a star and then like throughout the early 2000s he was in like Bedazzled um Monkey Bone which I've never seen um, I remember seeing previews or something for that though oh okay I've never heard of it um and then like an animated film called big bug man which wasn't released or something uh yeah, but then he was in a political drama called the quiet american with michael kane in 2002 oh. 
And he was in Crash, which I guess is a big deal, which I've never seen still. People love Crash, which I still haven't seen it either. I don't know why I haven't, but people love it. Yeah. Um, and then he also, sorry, you can stop me, whatever. But he also made like guest ex- appearances on shows like Scrubs or King of the Hill and The Simpsons. If I remember correctly on Scrubs, he had kind of a sad storyline, like spoiler, I think he like dies. I think he's a friend of the mean Dr. Cox. Yeah. I, yes, I remember the episode, I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like uh, at this point, like the late 90s are probably his prime, like the mummy and stuff. And then in yeah. Bedazzles, I just want to say he plays like seven different characters kind of like off of his original character so well he's so good genius genius (laughs) (laughs) i love bedazzled i know yeah it's so good so i recommend that to anyone um Mm -hmm. and okay so then this is kind of where it gets like bad publicly so after uh he sold his home in beverly hills in april 2007 um his publicist announced in december 2007 that he and his wife had decided to divorce and do you know why? Okay, I can't find anything. Do you? I don't even know who she is, really. She, like, was trying to be an actress or something. Oh, I wonder how they, I wonder who she was and, like, how they, I guess I could look her up, but. I didn't, yeah. I heard, I don't know. This just makes me feel like she's kind of mean and money hungry because she, uh, the judge ordered uh, Brendan to pay a monthly alimony sum of $50,000 for a period of 10 years or until remarriage of Afton, which is that a thing. I guess so. And then it says whichever occurred first. So it's like, what? <laughs> like, so she back. could never get married. Uh, like maybe she doesn't. She'll never get married because she likes money more. I don't know. Interesting. I just I know that seems really weird. And then in addition to the twenty five thousand, or no, in addition they had he had to pay twenty five thousand dollars monthly for child support ending in January twenty nineteen. So I don't understand that either. Are the kids like older? No, they're all they're young. This yeah, just sounds really know. weird and like specific and I don't know why. Hmm. Um, so then he had like a six-year hiatus in the franchise or the Mummy franchise and then I think the third and final Mummy movie with him in it was in August 2008 and it was called The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor and I don't think it did very well. And then yeah. he did like some other movies in 2008 like ink cart, which I read the book and it's really weird. <laughs> right. I remember I didn't I don't think I read it, but I know what ink cart is. Or did I read it? I don't Maybe. Know. But I remember he was in it, yes. And then Journey to the Center of the Earth, which I feel like Vanessa Ann Hudgens is in it and Peta from Hungary. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So that's kind of like the last time I remember seeing him in movies from my childhood. Like I remember George of the Jungle and Bedazzled all the way to Journey of the Center of the Earth and they kind of fell off the map. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, he had like little, like the late 2010s, like I don't think he really had that many roles. Um, it looks like he did some performances in the early 2010s, like on Broadway or whatever, like plays off Broadway. Like, he had one in 2010 called Elling, but the play closed after nine performances due to lackluster reviews, which I just am going to say, after all that work for a play, I'd be so depressed if, like, they canceled it. I see. Plays are um, exhausting. I'm sure movies are, too, but I feel like plays would be worse. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, early 2010s weren't really a lot for him. Um, let's see. There He had, like, a weird accusation of assault oh 
I can re- I can go into that. Is this so this is actually, I think he like, I think honestly, this is what makes him feel like he was blacklisted. So I actually have, this is from the GQ article. Oh, so, I and he's also, else, but yes, I know what you mean. So oh, wait, what's the other thing? Well, something with uh, film. Okay. So he was going to start, no, he starred in, he was said to play William Tell in the legend of William Tell 3D directed by Eric Brevig. 3D. And then filming was delayed and late in 2011, Frazier sued the producer Todd Meyer for promised wages, but then Meyer later countersued for assault, which Frazier later dismissed as a desperate attempt to avoid paying his debt. So I don't know anything details of that. I'm confused if it's assault, like you slapped them or like something else. So really weird. Don't know either. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the one I was going to mention is the famous one. Um, well, now famous. It's actually, so this article kind of goes into the GQ writer was like, he's such a kind guy he's kind of mysterious and sad but he's a nice guy okay and the then was kind of mean. <laughs> i think it was just like kind of honest like he just said that he was very honest and then he was like i don't know but so then the end of the interview and then later um he call brendan Fraser calls him he's like i actually uh need to tell you something that happened to me or this is the deets these are the deets that happened so um but it's like the first time he himself was saying it. So he actually accused Philip Burke, a former president of the F- HFPA, which is the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which hosts the Golden Globes. He accused him of sexual assault. So it happened in 2003. He went to a luncheon. They were in the middle of a crowded room. And then I guess Philip Burke was trying to shake Brendan Fraser's hand. And so then he was like, okay, I'll shake her hand. And then so... And Burke admits he did this part. He then pinched um, Brendan Fraser's butt. But Brendan Fraser says he did more. He like put his finger underneath and like touched his crotch basically. And so then Brendan Fraser was like, felt like he was, he said he was overcome with panic and fear. So, and he said he felt, it was really sad. He said he like tried to remove his hand. He said, I felt ill. I felt like a little kid. I felt like there was a ball in my throat. I thought I was going to cry. Like very, very sad. Oh, it's really sad. I read that. Yeah, I read all this too. And I just, I feel so bad. Like I have other quotes that are kind of sad from him, but sorry, you can keep going. <laughs> like, I just felt well, bad. yeah. So the Philip Burke, I guess, wrote a memoir, but he said he just grabbed, he just pinched his butt, which is weird so, too. Like, that is weird. But you wonder, so, like, but he denies, he denies that he grabbed, like, he touched him more. But, like, I still think that's, obviously. And then um, Burke was, like, Mr. Fraser, Fraser's version is total fabrication. I believe, Brendan. I just, why would you, the proof is in the pudding, because then Brendan's career kind of, like, declined a little bit. Because, well, you know. Yeah, so he thought about going public, but he's like, I didn't really know how to deal with it. And it was like kind of, I think it is harder sometimes for men. Well, I don't know. It's hard for everyone, but it's harder for men because it's like you people assume they don't get assaulted, right? Right. And also there was, what's his face is more powerful technically than him, even though he had been like a star and stuff, but still. So I guess then Brendan Fraser asked the HFPA for an apology Berg wrote a letter that said, my apology admitted no wrongdoing, but I was like, uh, if I've done something to upset him, <laughs> it was not like that was intended. So he didn't even admit it. He just really acted like a total horrible person by doing that. He So he I wrote an apology, but it was like, I'm sorry if I hurt you. I didn't intend to do so that. How long did he keep his job after at Huff, whatever it's called? He's still a member. He's still a member of it. 
Well, according to this article, at the time of this article. All of them are perverts and weird. I can go stay in Hollywood. Hollywood, damn it. Yeah, at at the time of this article was written, he's still a member. So, uh, yeah. Um, So then... Think about Brent. It's probably not yeah. an isolated incident. He probably has done that to a lot of other like men, alleged or women, alleged, alleged. But well, just- opinion. That's just an opinion. I, I say, I wouldn't be surprised. Um. So then, I guess the F, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association also said it would never let Burke, um, in a room with Fraser again. But Fraser said this, but then Burke denies this, and then hfpa declined to comment and then fraser started becoming depressed and was like i he was like kind of blaming himself and then he's like am i reacting blah 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 and then um he was just kind of blindly working through stuff and then it just made him he just said it made him feel it like made him want to like kind of retreat and feel reclusive so i feel like not only the assault but also the reaction i had to it like the hollywood foreign press didn't really do anything and then he was like I think they blacklisted him, like me. That's what he yeah. thinks. And I mean, I don't, maybe, hopefully, like, now there would be more attention on that kind of stuff. But again, you never know. It's I don't think so. Though. It was 2003, though. But, so, like, he didn't have social media to, like, do, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, but still, I don't think much has changed. Honestly, I think they're pretending things have changed. But That's, um, I feel the same way. The fact it's that they didn't, Yeah, the fact that they didn't, like, open up an investigation, because in my opinion, I think that was an isolated incident, I think, that guy's probably done other stuff to different people. Oh, Hollywood executives are always perverts. No opinion. They are my, it's my opinion. (laughs) Um, But like another thing that happened with Brendan Fraser, I just feel like he wanted his like career. Like he just really wanted to do a good job. So he would do anything that anyone asked of him. So like he said that the stunts that he performed in his action roles, like the mummy and stuff, it required him to undergo several surgeries over a period of seven years, including oh, yeah. a knee replacement, a laminectomy, I don't know what that is, and vocal cord surgery. He said, um, I feel like I have a quote, one second. Oh, he said, by the time I did the third mummy picture in China, which was 2008, he said, I was put together with tape and ice. I was building an exoskeleton for myself daily. So just really sad. Like It just ruined his body, yeah. All four, and then he gets blacklisted. Like, it's just kind of sad. Like, he's trying really hard to, like, I, yeah, and I honestly haven't heard any scandal about him. I mean, I guess the assault charge, I haven't heard anything, and I don't think it's a thing, but I don't know what the other thing. But, like, I haven't really heard anything, like, gross about him. Like, I feel like he's just an all-around nice guy. Yeah, I feel like right? he, I feel like he's kind of a nerd in a way, but he's, like, good mm-hmm. at He's really talented at, you know, acting. But I feel like, yeah, he just wants to do a good job and stuff. And it's really – people feel really mean because he's – gained weight kind of in recent years i feel like he's kind of well i just think like kind of normal because how old is he he's, he's like 52. yeah okay so he's like in his but, 50s and then there's this one thing that's really sad um he was like okay it was in 2008 um where did we find it sorry one second guys uh oh okay so he was on this show called The Affair, which I think is a big show. I don't know. But that was in yeah. 2016. And he was asked to do, it was like his first interview in years. And it was for AOL's Build YouTube channel, which is, I don't know what that is. But people like made fun of this interview because his voice, like he seemed sad. And it, like his voice was like a whisper. And the video went viral because people were making fun of him. But then in the months that followed, um, he said that... Uh, it turns out what was like, because he'd also been recasted or replaced for the Journey to the Center of the Earth franchise, which was stupid anyway. 
but he got recast and he had his divorce and stuff. But um, he was sad because his mom, he said, like his mom had died of cancer just days before that interview. He said, I buried my mom. I think I was in mourning. I didn't know what that meant. And then Mm. I think he was like, he says something about how he, it was just kind of like a new interview format too. Like, I don't think he's really used to like YouTube and stuff like that because yeah. he had been kind of like out of work and like, he probably didn't know much about social media and stuff. So I just felt kind of bad. Like everyone's been kind of mean to him lately or like not lately, but like in the past decade. Probably. I know. I feel really bad for him. I think I, I, yeah, I remember like when he's, well, in the article read said that and I hope those people feel bad. Yes. Um. um sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Well, so then, no, go ahead. I can save this for last. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like kind of it, except he does, he's had a lot of support on TikTok and I think Reddit, which I didn't know until like today, but on TikTok right now, people have been really supportive of him and like doing meet and greets with him or like virtual meet and greets with him. And he's, I guess he's always been known to be really nice and open to his fans. Like, so he's just a genuinely good person. I think he's really talented. I feel really bad that he was blacklisted. Like I feel just Hollywood is kind of disgusting and awful. It is, you know, well, so I have another article this is my last one, just how he reacts. So it's, the title is Brennan Fraser gets teary hearing TikTok is rooting for him. I saw it. But yes. Which is so cute. So um, anyway, so he's in a th- thing called Doom Patrol, but he's also, he's getting ready to shoot Killers of the Flower Moon, which is like a big deal because it includes Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. So like, you go, you go, Brendan, you go. Yeah. And so then he said, quote, I think I might be sick. <laughs> so like, and then he does that. He's all nervous. I just very, very precious man. And then like, um, so then he has like a one big fan. I'm sure you've heard of her. She's like, we're all behind you. And then he's like, shucks, ma'am. <laughs> it's just like, bless his heart. Like, I don't know. I really, I'm rooting for him and I wanted to be happy. <laughs> Cause that girl posted it on TikTok and then that meet and greet. Um, I think he usually brings like a flower or like a rose. So he like had his rose in his hand and he had his cowboy hat. And then he like, yeah, he looked like he was about to cry when she's like, you have a whole like group of people rallying behind you. And it's just really sad. But um, oh, yeah. good. So I think he's on the rise again. Um, I think he has another movie called The Whale with like, what's that guy's name? That director that Jennifer Lawrence dated. I'm talking about Darren Aronofsky yeah. or something like. like I think that. it's kind yeah. of a bigger movie. Um, I had a couple of fun facts. Um, he was supposed to play the role of Doctor Steve in The Wedding Planner with J Lo, but then he has scheduling conflicts with Bedazzled, and he was also considered for the role of Phil Dunphy on Modern Family. I I do love that. What's the actor's name who plays Phil Dunphy again? I forgot his name, but I love him because I do like him too. Oh, they both were done fun. I I think both would be great, but yeah, I love both of them. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, like, I just think that he is. I have other quotes and stuff, but you kind of covered like the main part of it. Like, do you have any other things to add about him? No. Yeah. Very short, short and sweet episode. I think. Yeah, he just, I think he knows that he was blacklisted. Um, same with like the Harvey Weinstein victims, like Nira Servino. She was in Romy Michelle's high school reunion. Uh-huh. She like won an Oscar and stuff. And then I think something happened with Harvey Weinstein and he like blacklisted her. And so yeah. in the GQ article, I think Brendan Fraser mentions her and is like, I consider her a friend or something. Even though we haven't talked yeah, about I think her and Rose McGowan, who's yeah. very vocal about stuff like that. Yeah, like Harvey Weinstein. So mm-hmm. I just feel I'm in full support of him. I don't think there's anything weird about him. 
I just think he's a little bit of a nerd, but he's a talented actor. And he I think he's a sensitive guy. I think he's been through traumas, but I really am rooting for him. And yeah, I'll see the harvest of the flower, whatever that one is. I will see. Yeah, I will support him. So yes. So best wishes to Brendan. If you'd like to come on the podcast. <laughs> Brendan, if you're there, we would love. Oh, my God. I would die. <laughs> Brendan, if you have Instagram, does he have an Instagram? I actually don't know. We should follow him. I'm going to look him up right now. Maybe we could be like, hey, listen. Um, let me find it. Do you have any news, like current celebrity news? Um, current celebrity. Uh, we can talk about Gala if you want. I just, I guess Who? Met Gala, just really briefly. Yeah, very briefly. Um, He does have one. He doesn't have a lot of posts. No, this can't be right. I think this is a fake one. Hold oh. on, I'm very confused. <laughs> Does he have a Twitter or something? I don't think he has one. I think it's fake. It's not verified. So I don't think he has one. Yeah. I almost got tricked. But um, maybe okay. we can, yeah, yeah. reach out on, maybe on TikTok or something. Who knows? Maybe he has cameo or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe he does. But yeah. Um. So Sorry, I, go ahead. Well, okay. I have two things. But no, maybe we don't have to talk about the second thing. But um. so the first thing is Met Gala. Um, I just want to say that Met Gala is stupid. And mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone should give them a time of day. Um, it was all like D-list celebrities as well. Yeah, all TikTok. Addison Ray, excuse me? Addison Ray. <laughs> I don't even know. But I can't. Yeah. I just hate all of them. I think they're all awful. Yeah. No, yeah. I watched Um, He's All That. And it was awful. I did not was it horrible yeah it was awful okay, yeah and people are yeah. returning that it's so good but it's like not even one of those teen movies that are like you know it's bad but it's like fun to watch it was just so bad well it. the problem is she's all that did not need to be remade it was a perfect film and it did not need to be remade into a crappy netflix film with but tiktok stars the weird thing is so they had two characters from i think they're playing the same characters but they had the guy who played brock hudson he was the principal of the school now in the new movie. And then they also had Addison Ray's oh, Math. Wait, isn't that Matthew Lillard? Yeah. But oh. the thing is, they didn't like, it's like, why have those old characters if you're not going to like talk about them? Because they just had them there, but they didn't talk about if like they were actually Lainey and his name is Brock Hudson. Was, La- was Lainey yeah. with Freddie Prince Jr.'s character? Oh. Zach? No. Then what's, I, listen, I suspended. I don't believe it. In my mind, they end up together forever. I do not. This is not a thing. And also, I was like, oh, what if, like, they're divorced or something? But, um, so his last, it was Zach Siler. But Addison Ray's uh, last name in the movie was not Siler or anything. So, and I don't think it was Boggs. So it was like, okay, so they didn't end up together at all. So, like, just sad. I, I will say, I don't believe it. I will, I'm just going to pretend that this movie was never existed. And I, in my head, Zach and Laney end up but, together. Addison Rae has a deal with Netflix now. So she'll be doing movies and being an executive producer on them. So I guess- Is she a good actress? I will say that she tried really hard and I feel like it wasn't the worst I've ever seen of someone who's never had any acting experience. I think she could definitely improve, but it wasn't like the worst I've ever seen. So, I mean, good on her, I guess, but I just am disappointed that they tried to remake this, but then they didn't even like, they changed a lot. It just was weird. It didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and lastly, just Met Gala. So again, I just, I didn't think any of the dresses were cool. I didn't think they had the theme right at all. I thought it was stupid. No, I thought it was a stupid theme. I thought it was, I hate all, I hate everyone that showed up. Everybody looked stupid. Everybody looked, I just thought it was all dumb. Like, I'm just so tired of this. Like, it's just, and yeah, no one, no A-list shows up. And it's like, um, it's like Gwyneth Paltrow once said, which I know she's a very polarizing figure, but I think she's right about the Met Gala. Just so boring and unfun, which it <laughs> looks like it. 
Yeah. And that like, it's just like, I like, there was a me, a TikTok, I know not a, a reel I saw. And it was like, imagine, um, Addison Ray. And I think it was, um, one of the songs that is floating around TikTok that's Beyonce's. Imagine her performing that at Beyonce's table. And then it shows like someone like coming in and like body slamming them. It's just like, be, I just, I don't, I don't even know. Was Beyonce there? No, I doubt it. Right. So Taylor Swift, Beyonce, um, Gwyneth Paltrow, like none of them were there. Like none of those big. No one there. Yeah. Lena Gomez, who's, I guess, a big deal. Uh, like Giselle Bunchen, whatever her name is. No one was there. Like they usually see. Brad Pitt. Yeah, like, no, Blake Lively. She's always there. And I will say, if I don't like her, she always looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Gigi Hadid was there. Um, a lot of it, people think it's because some of it had to do because there was a vaccination rule. You had to be vaccinated. I heard that. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> so that's very interesting. Allegedly, on Dumois, Kendall had a fake vaccination card. Allegedly. Kendall. Kendall Gender. That's, oh yeah. The, uh, yes, I read the same one. And then some people were accusing Zendaya, but like, she, sure didn't Zendaya? she say she had to work? It was weird because she was like, oh, I have to do season two of Euphoria, but then other people from Euphoria were there. So I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. Nicki Minaj went out on a rant. I'm not going to get political because I refuse to on this podcast, mm-hmm. but she just went on a rant about how like she didn't go because of the vaccination requirement. So, but yeah, I agree. It was stupid. I didn't see anything I liked. I thought it was a dumb theme anyway. I thought there were maybe like, there was like one dress. I don't even remember. It was passable. I just very lame and boring. I have one that I liked the concept, but I don't think I liked the delivery or the execution, but uh, Lily Reinhardt's dress, it, cause the theme was American or something, but what she did was um, she was like, okay, it had a ton of flowers on it. And she was like to get in with a theme. Um, each flower was every state's flower. So I thought. That was- oh, let me look it up. I don't think I saw hers. But I didn't. You didn't like the delivery. It. Not really. Not my thing. I think if it was a bigger dress, I think in my opinion, it would have been more fun. But I liked her concept. That's what I think the theme should have been like. More thought. Oh wait, I think I did. And she's no longer dating Cole Sprouse, right? No. But like, that's the only person I thought really like thought about the theme. Oh, Christian Siriano. I'm going to say it. I don't think Christian Siriano is a very talented designer. He's Project Runway, right? Or he was. Yes. Yeah. And he designed Lily Reinhardt's dress. I, I know it's controversial, but I don't think he's that talented as a designer. I said it. <laughs> also, Lily Reinhardt gets on my nerves. It's actually the same. I'm sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but not sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm just not impressed by any of these. Like, I... I, like, I um, I'm trying... I know. I'm trying to think. Like, I just feel like no one was really on theme. JLo's was atrocious. <laughs> it was so bad. I... Well, it's... I mean, it shows that she was, like, the only A-lister there. Like, it's like she... I, I can't stand her. I will say that Kendall Jenner's was kind of pretty... I will say though, I'm tired of the naked dresses. I think that's like an old, I think that's like out. Like, it's like, I don't think that's really a cool thing anymore, but, but I guess I see it everywhere. That. So does Zoe Kravitz. I'm so tired. I think it's, I'm tired of it. I think it's an old trend. Like do something different. Yeah. Me, a fashionista, as I, <laughs> I look disgusting right now. Um, yeah, I just was very unimpressed by yeah. a lot of these. And I have been for recent years. I will say the Heavenly Bodies one was excellent. That's the one where the Catholic one. That one was so good and such a good way. Everybody, almost everybody did the theme. This one, I just was like, this is Addison Rae's. It's so bad. Oh, it copied Courtney Kay's from like Christmas or something. Did you see that comparison? 
Oh, no, but also, can we talk about Ma- how Megan Fox went there? Yes! <laughs> and her, and how she and Machine Gun Kelly are the cringiest couple I think I've ever laid eyes upon. No, and then also Courtney K and Travis Barker, Blink-182. They're I saw that. It's too much. It's too much. I'm sorry. It's so cringy. Stop. You are like 35. Stop hanging your tongue. I sound like an old woman. Stop, like, wagging your tongues it's disgusting and creepy and weird and like one day your kids will be old enough to see this and they'll be like what is so embarrassed of you also what was kim kardashian's like objective we tried to make it make sense because they're like what is the reason for this and then um people were saying that she went as her silhouette which is kind of like the american like body in a way or like everyone's her body in a way I don't think it's really executed well. I think that would have been a cool idea, but I don't understand then why did she have those giant, like, tails? There's also rumors that it was a body double, but then she went to the after party and showed her face, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that would have been cool, but I don't think she did a good job with it. I think it's a little bit, like... I know. Yeah, overall, I'm not impressed. Just very, like... And I was also thinking that Harry and Meghan would go because they were rumored to have been gone last year before it got canceled. So I was really surprised they didn't go. Ugh, they would but have then, loved attention. Yes, what? They're on Times like 100 influential people or something. And that picture of them, he's wearing his bracelet and it's over her like this or whatever. It looks so She's bad. loving it. They're loving the spotlight. They were forgotten for two seconds because of other things, but they're back and you know they're just drinking it up. I swore I would never speak of them again on this podcast. Yes. But I had to. That picture is so bad. Go look at it. It's the time influential 100 whatever cover. This it's- is the last thing I will say. <laughs> Their 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 cover is ridiculous, and I really I just think they're ridiculous. I'm done. Out of here, get out of here, Megan and Harry. I have these problems because the pose as um is it's just awkward. Uh, it's super airbrushed. Um, I just feel it's like- not good. It's awful. Also, how did they influence people this year? What did they do? What did they do? Zero. They did nothing. They did nothing. That be be fame whores. That's all they were. That's all they did. So I just allegedly think that they like had their PR people like pay time. Be like, hey, can you get them on the cover? Because like they weren't reinvited to the Met Gala. We need something. I know. I don't know. So that's all I will say about them. I'm not to be a negative man, but I just uh... I will be negative when it comes to them, though. I think they're so. Oh, I can't stand them. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other celebrity news. Do you have anything else? Oh, well, Brittany is engaged. And then also her Instagram was deleted. Yeah, but then she like tweeted. She's like, guys, it's just because I need time to like celebrate my engagement or something like that. So do you trust her fiance? No. Well, I don't know. Like he's been, he seems like nice, but is it all an act? I don't know. He's like your age or something. Like he's pretty young. I know that's really weird. And not to like not to be this guy, but also to be this guy. She's like forty, and then he's like, and she also has sixty million dollars. And then he's right, like, he's just like a backup dancer, isn't he? He's trying to be like an actor, so he has some. I follow him for research Listen, purposes. But <laughs> he definitely is getting more out of this probably than she is. Yeah, and he has said nothing but nice things about her. And I guess, like, Lance Bass has met him and said that he was really nice and, like, no red flags or anything. So, like, I hope that he can make her happy and all will be well. But, um, oh, also, Brittany's dad filed to end the conservatorship or, or, like, have him be removed. So that's going in a good direction, I think, so. Okay, and so then who will take over once the dad is gone? I don't know how 
they dissolve it completely. Like, I don't know what the process is, but I think they're just trying to get it out completely, but I don't know who will take the spot. Like, is it an account? I wonder why do you think he stepped down? Because he probably knew that they'd get a lot of dirt against him. That he just wanted to like not look like the bad guy. But will they get money anymore from Britney? Like, I don't think so. I think that mm, he wanted like two million. Jimmy Lynn's about to do something drastic. Maybe release a country album that will sell two copies at Walmart. Who will sign her to the record label? <laughs> label. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who'll do it. But um, yeah, that's all the um, celebrity news I kind of have, at least. Yeah. I'm trying to look on E! News. There's nothing. Um, I'm sorry to say it, but Rihanna and Aesop Rocky, whatever his name is, their outfits at the Met Gala were stupid. I didn't know they were. Are they dating then? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're dating. I, just, I actually think, sorry. I think he's very handsome. I like him. But Rihanna, I'm kind of just like, I mean, like, I think she's like pretty and stuff, but like, I don't know what to think about her as a person. I think I like her. Um, but I just wanted to say, I feel like I'm so sick of this just because a person is like their status or who they are. Like they feel like they can't critique them or critique their outfits, for instance, from that gala. And it's so annoying because you see all like E! News and like Bustle and all these places are like this Camilla Cabello slayed and her, her purple dress and Sean Mendes and it looks so ugly. And like, no one will just admit the truth that these dresses were ugly. Met Gala was dumb this year and no one followed the assignment. And it's really annoying. Sorry. To I think it's dumb. I think it's become, I don't really know what Met Gala was ever like before, but I feel like it's just it's more exclusive. I feel like the world of celebrities has just gone downhill because we've replaced them with TikTokers. I don't mean to disparage TikTokers, but I also do. Cause I feel like sometimes some of them are just using Photoshop and dancing around. I don't know. And that's not talent. You know what I learned mind. this week? Um, there, you can uh, Photoshop your videos or like there are yeah. filters that will like make you. Yes, you can even, you can like make your, you can change everything in a video. Yeah. Now you can't believe anything. It's really true. You can't. Um, and also, again, I'm just saying, uh, everyone at Met Gala, like they all have like lip injections and they all look the same. But then when the mm -hmm. photo is not edited and you're looking at like the Getty images or whatever, when they're not edited, they look so bad. Like it, they, no one looks like. It's, well, it's like, or it's like someone said, it's like, so I'm, for I don't like the Kardashians at all, but like so for example, how Kylie kind of just I think she I will say this I don't mean to be mean, but she botched her face with plastic surgery. Someone said that her face was perfect for pictures, but like in real life or video, it looks like it's not a face for regular movement. It's a face for like Instagram, and that's it. Like it's, it doesn't look normal or natural in video or in real life. Yeah, and it's just really. And I think that's like everyone. It's kind of sad. And like, if you want to get plastic surgery or whatever, I like you can do that. But I feel like there has to be a limit and we can't always be like, you go girl. Like someone needs to I agree. <laughs> so I think it becomes a moment where like, hey, buddy, do you need to work on yourself or figure something out? What's bothering you? Like, I think that's I agree. I agree. I think it's dumb when people like try to make it like feminism to be like, what like it's it, it, it especially when you're a public figure it does affect people when you're not open about it and it's like you it's not feminism to do that well maybe i can send this video to you to you but there's this um tiktoker well she's like a girl she's a, um her account like she's really like nice and respectful about what she says this but like she had a video about um dove camera and do you know who dove is oh like, 
Her, oh. yes. I only know of her because her plastic surgery is, she has a new face. And it's like kind of sad because she's already like pretty and stuff. And then also she's thin. And then this person did like the video, like she like showed how Dove Cameron will, uh, she'll modify the pictures from like a magazine where they're already edited. So yeah. like it was on the cover, she'll repost it, but she'll make herself even skinnier. She'll fix everything else. It's just kind of sad. Like it's, I feel like, yeah, again, they're like going through so much, but it's like, whose fault is this? And also you're kind of not helping because you're like changing. Yeah. You, if you really want to stand up against it, then stop doing it. So I don't know. I, I know that's like, harsh, um, but like everybody feels that way. So, I mean, I know it's harsh and all, but like, you gotta, I don't know, you have to take responsibility for some of it. And then like Fashion Nova, have you been on their Instagram? They photoshopped their models so much. It's embarrassing. They are ridiculous because they all look like they're trying to be Kardashians. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. So that but... with my rant. I apologize if I sounded mean or judgmental, but I'm just, Matt Gala just- I don't care me. no more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's all I had. What about you? That's it. Um, we probably should, I guess, I don't know how long the episode's been, but we're trying to keep it short because last week was so long. But you guys can follow us at Evening in the Yachts podcast on Instagram. And um, if anyone knows Brendan Fraser, reach out. We would love to have him on the show, like for real. <laughs> nothing but kindness towards him. So he doesn't have to be afraid. Yes. Don't be him. nervous. I just want to talk about bedazzled. I want to talk about the mummy. I just want to know about his life, his sons, like his horses. Like, I just want to know about his life. I make and we would welcome him with open arms. You know, on IMDb, how they have like a business account. Could I do like a free trial of it and then contact? <laughs> like, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. I know maybe there we can. I'm sure we can find something because, like, how did that TikTok girl get a hold of him? Right. Well, she had to pay for like a two minute meet, meet and greet. So <laughs> I wonder how much it was. I don't know, but that would be really fun if we can have that. <laughs> oh, it'd be fantastic. But yeah, so. I'll look at it um and then i think it's the same on our twitter but we're more active on instagram um we also have gotten um we will be we love taking requests and we're we're, like we have we got a recent dm and it was a great idea um from this girl but i won't say her name because i don't know if we should but um but yeah so we love taking requests so like she recommended this and we're going to do it sometime in the future so if you guys have any things you want to hear about that relates to like 2000s pop culture we would love to hear it yes um yeah that's kind of it yeah so uh yeah thank you all for listening hopefully this episode wasn't too long but um have a good rest of your week bye